Navigating Solo is the official singles adult ministry podcast of the United Pentecostal Church International. Navigating Solo is dedicated to encouraging single adults in every stage of life by using biblical principles to navigate discussion on various topics. Here's your host, Dr. Lorraine Orozco. Welcome, everybody. I am so glad to have my two special guests with me on Navigating Solo. We have brother and sister Long from Dallas, Texas, and they are going to be speaking us today about leading a singles ministry. So brother and sister Long, thank you so much for being my guest here on the uh, our podcast episode. It's so good to have you guys. Glad to be here. Thank you for inviting us. So brother and sister Long, so this is brother Dennis and sister Kim Long. And I wanted just to go in and start off with everybody who is not familiar with this amazing couple. Can you guys just tell us a little bit about yourself? And we'll start with Brother Dennis. Can you just tell us where you're from, briefly, what you guys are doing in ministry, kind of a little bit about your story? And then we'll kind of jump in next question and talk about how you met. But I want to hear a little bit about you guys individually first. Okay, sure. I'm originally from Greensboro, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I got here by the way of retiring from the military, and I'll tell you more about that. And in ministry right now, uh, of course, uh, Kim and I are elders here, so that includes a lot. Um, and also, I'm in the music ministry as far as praise team, and the big thing that keeps me busy is I'm the uh, North Tessex Texas District Multicultural Director. Awesome. Busy. Awesome. So that's what I'm doing right now. Very cool. And you guys are at Brother Tom Foster's Church, Dallas First Church. Yeah. All right. And Sister Kim, you want to tell us about yourself? Well, I always say I am bred, born, and raised in Dallas, Texas. So (laughs) I've lived in this area all my life. And, uh, I graduated from Texas Bible College, and then I served there uh, on staff at TBC before I started working full-time uh, for our church, for Pastor Foster, and that has been 27 years ago in June that I started, so I have served in many different roles, uh, but right now my main title is I am his personal assistant as far as my job, and then with ministry, of course, as my husband said, we serve as elders And then we lead our singles ministry, and it's just a wonderful life. I'm a licensed minister with the North Texas District, and so we stay pretty busy, but we love it. Awesome. That's wonderful. So you guys are both very involved in ministry now, and as you mentioned, you've been in ministry in the past, going to TBC, serving, and doing several different things. Uh, So I wanted to switch gears in because you guys have a pretty incredible story and how you guys ended up together and how you met and how this kind of ministry team between the two of you has has worked and uh, has furthered the kingdom and is doing great things right now for singles and, and multicultural ministry. So, Brother Dennis, I wanted to get your take first. I want you, and then we'll get to Sister Kim, what her view was and what, what she saw. So what was your, how, how did you guys end up together? Wow. How did we end up together? <laughs> well, uh, I have been here since 1997. 
That was after 20 years retiring from the military. Okay. So us ending up hmm, trying to decide where I'm going to start. Well, let you know. Okay. I was married when I was 19 and I think we were married two years. I had a daughter and then I was divorced. And so from then, 20 years old to night to 20, what am I? I was 55 when we got married. So that's how long I was single. Okay. My whole first adulthood, plus a little bit more of the second one. So 17 years here, nothing but ministry together, no interest, except this young lady would do something once in a while. And I would say, man, I got to make a note of that. (laughs) And that was it. And then I guess I'm trying to shorten it. Uh, the, The big deal is, was I, I was walking through the church and uh, I'd say a month, a week before that, I told God, God, I'm tired. I'm tired of me. I don't care what color, what race, no matter what, whatever you say, that's who I'm going to get with. Mm-hmm. Walking by and then God stopped me in my tracks. And I saw this big, bright light. I was like, what? I'm in church. So I turned and I looked. And I looked and I looked and it dissipated. And all I could say was, Kim, God, really, Kim? I mean, I never in a million years, never, except I had these mental thoughts that she would be a good friend. So I just said, okay, this is Sister Kim. I highly respect her. So he just told me. Just be personable and I will draw her to you. Mm-hmm. And within a few months, God got her attention and her eyes on me. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll let her tell the rest of it because I just I just followed God's instruction and and she agreed. And so that's how. I see it cutting out all the other interesting things that happened. I want to keep it short. So mm-hmm. I'll let her tell it. She enjoys it. <laughs> all right, Sister Kim. Well, of course, I had never been married. Mm-hmm. And so I had been single. Now I was 43 when we uh, did eventually get together before we got married. But, uh, you know, it was one of those things. I had lived my life just serving God in ministry. Yes, the desire to be married is there. It's part of all of us. But I just determined I was going to live for God and do what he wanted me to do no matter what. But it was just one of those times in conversation with one of my uh, friends that we met when we were teenagers. And I was just like, have you thought of anybody? I mean, do you know any single person? And she just said, you know, I have thought of somebody. I'm like, okay, who? And she said, Brother Dennis said he's a good man. Mm-hmm. And somebody's going to get him and it might as well be you. Well, that was quite a thought. I thought, okay, mm-hmm. he's a good man. And that kept going over my mind. And I was like, okay, God, you know, and I thought we're not even at the same place in life. I don't know that he's interested. All of this was going on, but God just began to work it. And we started dating and 
the end of June of 2013 or 2014. And we were married in December of 2014. And it's been a wonderful eight and a half years already. So yep. we're thankful God brought us together, but it was definitely on waiting for his timing. Yes. Wow. Wow. Yes. That's good to hear. That's very encouraging. I Wait know on the Lord. So we're yeah. waiting for the Lord and both of you guys busy in ministry, living your life, doing what God has called you to do. And then the bright lights, Brother Dennis, the bright lights. <laughs> I'm telling I'm you. Lord. Yeah. <laughs> and everybody knew it had to be the Lord for me to, because mm -hmm. I'm a whole different person. And they all knew it. They knew it was God. He, he was known as the confirmed bachelor. So, <laughs> the bachelor yeah. bachelor well that is a beautiful story and and that's definitely um something to really uh, hold on to for many of us who are doing ministry single and are waiting on the lord um but i want to kind of just switch some gears now that we've heard this wonderful story is i want to talk about since you guys really kind of talk about your um, leadership skills as single ministry directors. So as single ministry leaders, what is the most important thing that our listeners need to know about working with singles? So I guess, first of all, I wanted to ask, how long have you guys been working together um, with Brother Foster doing singles ministry at your church? Since 2015. Okay. So you guys have been doing this for a while. So what would you want to tell our listeners? Because you guys have been working with uh, several groups. And how big is your group? I want to ask that too. Well, on uh, any given Sunday, we average anywhere from 60 to 70 singles. Okay. Uh, we probably have a roster of right at 100. So uh, we have a pretty good size group and varied in age. Mm -hmm. so. And that's really great for people who are, and we're going to talk about this later, about people who are wanting to start a singles ministry. We want to really talk about that um, and focus on that. But what are some of the most important things that you want to talk, um, mention to our listeners about working with singles, with things that you have learned since 2015 that you guys, and even before, and you guys have been single yourself um, for a long time, but working with this demographic, what are some of the things that you want people to know about it? Oh. Well, I, even before we got married, even in military, I, I was a drug and alcohol abuse counselor in the military. I ran mental health. Uh, I had a lot of experience with every aspect of human beings. Mm -hmm. And when, especially with singles, because when you ask me about that, I'm thinking about singles that just came in the church and what they come out of. So. All I can tell you, taking over it is not just planning events. It's mm. ministering. You got to think, can I minister like my pastor ministers to them? Because mm -hmm. that's what they need. It helps your pastor. And so I would say, do you, do you have that spirit of loving them like a shepherd would? Just mm -hmm. like your pastor. That's what they need. And that's what your pastor needs is for you to be able to be like that. And you need to also, when you're talking to them, they, they need to hear. I try to say, I, if I say something, they will say, okay, yeah, that's what pastor would have said. 
Mm-hmm. That's that's how I for unity. Um, singles are powerful, and you want them united and speaking one voice. Mm-hmm. And so I try to make sure, no matter what, that I handle things as much as I think that pastor. That's really good. And I think that I um, really appreciate you saying that, Brother Dennis, because the demographic that you're working with, like, you know, Sister Kim, you've got singles that are just there. You said it's a wide range, but also it's a wide range of people that have been in church for a really long time and people that have been just coming in church. And I think that might be not be something that we kind of think about right away is that we have to minister to them as the whole person. Um, like you said, as your pastor does, that there's a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. And I love that you do have done mental health and stuff because I am do mental health as well. And so being able to minister to them on all of those levels. So that's really great. So Sister Kim, what are some of the other things that you might want our listeners to know about working with this demographic? Well, I think one of the things I would say is singleness is not a disease. Mm-hmm. It's not a disease, yes. you know. And, and seriously, though, you know, while the life of many of these singles, you know, they come with brokenness or they come with uncertainty. I believe singles can be one of the most or the greatest asset of a church. You know, if you'll empower singles, they can and will accomplish great things. And that's what we have seen. And I, one of the things I'm very grateful for is that we have a pastor that does not limit you because of your marital status. Mm -hmm. In other words, singles are allowed to serve and to lead in almost every ministry in our church. Probably the only one is the married couples. We let a married couple, (laughs) but uh, so I've seen that singles, singles can serve in every ministry. I know sometimes that stereotypic thought of who can serve or lead or be over. And I'm very thankful because when you think about the population now, when America is 50%, they say are single, that means there's a good percentage of that is is true in the church. Mm -hmm. And so singles can be very powerful if you will empower them and speak to them and bring them to that place where they believe that and receive it. Because I think for singles that have come, that are single again, that are dealing with all the brokenness, they need to know, hey, I'm moving forward. I'm, I'm living a life. And those who have never been married, sometimes, you know, if you stay single long enough, you reach that point of feeling like, am I lovable? Does somebody want me? And you have to learn how to overcome that. And I know we still deal with this same issue is getting those that are transitioning into that single age you know, they don't want to be, well, you know, I don't want to be with the grandmas, you know, but singles cover such a wide variety, but there's so much strength when they do come together. And that's what I've enjoyed about singles ministry. And that really is so beautiful, sister, because, you know, there are lots of comes sometimes stereotypes, like you mentioned, and not in every church. And thankfully you have a wonderful pastor, not in every church. They think that singles can lead. Um, and so sometimes that is, is kind of a, a difficult thing, a hurdle to get over. Um, but knowing that embracing them and loving them, um, like you said, empowering them can just trans transform them. Um, so thank you for that. That is a really great thing to really think about and consider. Um, so I wanted to kind of go into asking 
what has been some of the biggest struggles that you have seen that singles have faced? And I know you mentioned some of them, Sister Kim, and I'll ask you again to start off. What are some of the struggles that you've seen? The yeah, biggest I think building on that same thing I was just talking about, I think is them learning just to be whole and complete in God, mm-hmm. to realize that their value comes from him and, you know, not waiting to serve till they reach this certain status, but be content where you are now. And I think everybody struggles with content, being content with your single married or whatever. But I think for singles is you also can't let your past determine what value you have for the future and for the present. And so I think that's been some of the struggles that we have in working with our singles is just helping them realize that God can use them right now, right where they are. They don't have to wait for this perfect day, but God has a purpose and a plan right now for them. Amen. Amen. And Brother Dennis, when you want to add to that, are there any specific Uh, struggles? Well, because we have such a broad group, we also, our church is multicultural. Mm -hmm. That's good. And so you have to deal with a lot of are they individualists or are they collective and approaching them? Uh, especially if you get dealing with somebody that has machismo stuff and mm. dealing with egos. And that's one I have to deal with the men on is <laughs> a lot of that. Cause we, we will divide them and actually have meeting and we just sit around and, and that's one of the things I have to get guys to just realize helping them, maintaining an attitude it's not all about them you know it's about jesus mm-hmm. and others and that's my, for men i wouldn't believe it but it is because even when they're talking to other people i hear them talk instead of listening they're listening to tell somebody about them <laughs> and so that's just helping them in communication Mm-hmm. That's one of the biggest things I see on focusing on men. Mm-hmm. That's one of the biggest things they struggle with in my group. And that's so great that you guys have those breakout sessions and be able to mm-hmm. talk to women and to men, brother Dennis, and you both being that, you know, that group or that, um, that team that you are to be able to work with both the men and the women. It's not just the women that we're talking to. It's not just the men, you know, having those two breakout mm-hmm. sessions, so I wanted to continue going in in that vein. And I know we just talked about the struggles, but what has been some of the greatest joys that you have experienced while working with singles? And I'll start with Brother Dennis again. What has been some of the greatest things you've seen happen? Oh, that's that's easy. Because we've had people that stay with us a while, it's seeing them learn what we're teaching them and then seeing them mature to a disciple and them applying it. That is like, I can't even tell you, especially when I see them bring somebody and, and wanting to get them baptized, just, just seeing them mature. It's, it's just a great, I can't even tell you, it's just a great experience. And to know we have someone we can leave and then they teach. One of the singles can teach our class, see them mature. I just, I love seeing them mature and applying. Right, maturity. 
That's wonderful. And Sister Kim, what about you? What are some of the greatest joys and things that you've seen working with singles? Well, mine's kind of along the same line. I actually started a mentoring group for our women. And in starting it, I was doing two groups. I was doing a group of women who had never been married and a group of women who had been married and had children. And uh, so we ended up becoming one group they wanted to mesh together. and, And we did because they just had started making bonds and friendships because our treats were, retreats were together. And I think seeing what God has done through them and watching these women learn what God can do through them and what they can do when they set goals, when they grow. And they have, I've just, I've watched them mature, just like my husband said. And I mean, they set some goals to pay off a house, to pay off cars, to get their bills in order. And they have just done these things. And we rejoice together. Uh, And so the friendships that I've watched them build uh, through that mentoring program, working together, and then now they're taking it to the rest of the group. And so that's been one of the greatest joys for me in the past year and a half that we've been doing that. And so just seeing singles find their place brings such fulfillment for me. And I I just want to go back to that previous question. I forgot to say the biggest thing the struggles Mm -hmm. as them knowing proper boundaries. We really have to focus on them on understanding boundaries, especially when they come out of the world and they think and act like the world. Mm -hmm. And so teaching them boundaries is a huge thing that they struggle with. So as a Christian, you know, that was a big thing. And, and is dating and relationships because yeah. the, day, the relationships in the world are not the same as the way that we treat <laughs> relationships in the church. And I, I love Brother Dennis, you, you're speaking my language, you're speaking my mental health boundary <laughs> language, <laughs> because that's really something that I'm so thankful that you guys are teaching the single adults in your church, because those are important things to learn and to know how to set proper boundaries in, in relationships, in any relationship, really, but especially in the relationship that you are cultivating, dating, and, and marriage. So that's incredible. That's wonderful. So I wanted to go in and I wanted to ask that, what are some of the practical tips that you'd like to share with anyone who has a burden to start a singles ministry in their church. Now you guys have run, you know, a hundred and are doing amazing things in your singles group. But for people who are listening and are saying, you know what, I really feel like I would love to do something like that in our church. What are maybe some of the practical tips, some of the resources, maybe some of the first steps, what are some things that you could um, mention to people? And we'll start, We'll start with Sister Kim. If you want to go ahead and start, we'll go for the dentist. Sure. I would say one of the things when you're starting is just realize there are many needs among singles. Mm -hmm. And that at first can be overwhelming. And then you feel like you can't meet every need. And the truth is you can't all at once. And so I think you have to just kind of find what is your niche when you want to start and then let it grow. Build from there. Of course, we we didn't start the singles ministry in our church. So we were building on a foundation mm-hmm. that was there, which, you know, was very good for us. But remember, you're dealing with different ages. You're dealing with different stages. Mm-hmm. You know, like we said, ma- never married, single again. And so you just have to learn to communicate. There are things that they all have common ground on. Mm-hmm. And so you can focus on those things and then add 
because if you get if you get focused just on the never married well then those that are single again which is a great majority of singles feel left out or if all you do is focus on the single again you get the same so you got to learn to bring them together on the common ground and then minister to their specific needs probably sometimes in smaller groups not in your whole group and uh i would say that would be the main thing is don't be intimidated by the enormity of the need among singles Mm-hmm. because they all begin to help one another yeah. as you grow them and your singles ministry grows they begin to minister to each other and it's amazing yes it is. Mm-hmm. brother dennis what are some of the practical things you might want to mention as well as somebody that has a burden for a singles ministry and wants to start something well i'm gonna go back to what my wife said find out number one where is your pastor's burden? Mm-hmm. That is like, you will have a good idea of what you can do by your pastor. Because mm-hmm. you, you you will not be able to go beyond him. That's so right. that's mm-hmm. like, you can, all of that is good, but you got to still go through him to get it done. So mm-hmm. I'll say, once you get that and you've got all this, then network find other singles leaders Hmm. and you don't have to reinvent the wheel just like this podcast they can listen to that and get advice and actually it can be easier than they think but it will seem overwhelming especially if you've got a bigger group but it can seem overwhelming if you don't have any support or like you're not you're far away from other singles Mm -hmm. and so this is important in getting contact with other leaders your pastor first, then other leaders. And, and I would just add on to that. You know, not every pastor understands mm-hmm. single ministry. So you may have to share your burden with them. And they'll, and a lot, I've, I'm, most pastors I know, all it takes is sharing that burden and they yeah, can catch it. And it just may be, maybe it's not something that they've focused or thought about the need that is there. But I have found that most pastors when you share that burden and you show the opportunity, they get on board and they support. And along with that, attend singles conferences. We have, there are some great ones across the nation, but to me, break that stereotype in the church that they think singles conference is a dating meeting up. It's okay if you meet somebody. That's awesome mm-hmm. if you do. Why not meet them among an apostolic group? But encourage, go, get out there be among other singles and their leaders. It's really supportive. That's really good. So go ahead, Brother Dennis, you're going to say something? Well, uh, did you ask for like resources or something? Yes, resources. Yes. Okay. Uh, Just for your your own benefit and and just for them, it's just my favorite is just how to influence people, you know, make friends and influence people. That book is so Mm -hmm. good. And then, of course, Brother Tenney, keep the main thing the main thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You get those two, it will it will, it will just push you and help propel you. And then, of course, my favorite, it's been out since the 90s. I always, I always use this when I'm talking to guys, talking to the guys, or we're talking in a group. And I'll say, and they'll say something. And I said, oh, you sound like a Venusian. And he's like, 
God, you don't understand. She don't understand you because you're a Martian. And so I said, <laughs> read the book, Men are from Mars, Women are from Venus. <laughs> and I said, it will help you. <laughs> so those are fun things. And really, they're really helpful tools if you, mm-hmm. if you apply them to understand, to communicate. That's good. Those are really good resources. Um, were you going to say something, Sister Kim? I was going to say, I know a book that I have recently, this last year, come around, Kingdom Single okay. uh, by Dr. Tony Evans. Mm-hmm. is a really good book, and I feel like it has a lot of the, probably the foundational things of how I view single ministry. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's a really good book. And another one that I use a lot, uh, and I'll be honest, I go through this book with uh, singles. I mean, we go chapter by chapter, and it's called Freedom from Your Past mm-hmm. uh, by Jimmy Evans and Ann Billingsworth. Uh, and it's a really good resource book to help people overcome the things that are causing hangups in their lives. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, the UPC has a has a book that they put out several years back. It's just a, a handbook for single ministry, how to start one. I know the Sister Debbie put together. And that's always it's just a good resource book. Good. That is really good information. And um, the, the resources that you guys are, are mentioning, that's good stuff. I'm going to have to, we'll write that down and make sure that it's in the, um, the comment section in the podcast if anybody um, wants to look those up. But what I'm hearing from you guys is first talk to your pastor. I would say first pray, but first talk to your pastor and see, like you said, Brother Dennis, where his head is at, where his burden is at. And Sister Kim, you said, share your burden with your pastor, share it and let him know if he's not aware. And then, you know, realizing that there are resources, find other ministry leaders in your area, go to singles conferences and don't feel overwhelmed and there are people that are doing it like brother and sister long and who are doing an amazing jobs so um and i know that there are others who are also doing this kind of ministry work so if you need to get a hold of people like this we can make sure that you get connected that's yes. super important super important so as we're kind of coming in to close my second to last question i want to ask what are some words of encouragement that you would like to share with our singles who are either wanting to get involved in singles ministry. And I know you kind of already mentioned get involved and go to singles conferences, but what are some of the things you just want to mention? This is, this is, if you are feeling discouraged, or if you're feeling stuck, uh, this is what you want to share. Well, I would say, just want to say singles, you are powerful when you yield yourself and your future to God. Because when you're in that yielded place, God can use you and direct you. And, you know, when you're single, you know, sometimes it feels like you're isolated. You know, if you, especially if you live alone and, and you've never been married or whatever. So don't stay in that isolation, but get involved. Connect yourself with others. And remember, being single is what you are. It's not who you are. Mm-hmm. Who you are is a child of God that is created for a purpose. And so find it, do it, live it, and God will bless you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Brother Dennis, you want to share some words of encouragement Uh, for singles? Well, everybody knew that I was the absolute, very happy single guy. And I would tell them it wasn't an accident. (laughs) It's not an accident that you see me joy. And they just couldn't understand it. 
And I would tell them, because I've found that I am complete in Christ. Amen. I enjoy Jesus. I am never alone. Fall in love with Jesus. Mm -hmm. Stay submitted and committed. And God will do the rest. But enjoy being single. And then you can, you can become and just be the right one. We teach this for the singles. You want the right one? Learn to be the right one. Mm -hmm. And that right one is being complete in Jesus. And enjoy Jesus. Fall in love with them. Because that's what somebody else was looking for. Amen. That is really good. And I think so many times, and I'll just throw this out there, we often are really about wanting to get married, just get married, but we're mm -hmm. not so much focused on sometimes marrying the right one and being the right one. Mm -hmm. And so it's not just like, just find anybody, but you know what? It, it's not just about being anybody. We want to be in God's will as a single person myself. Oh. It's like more than anything. I want to be in his will. Yes. Absolutely. It's worth the wait. Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness. Don't get me started now. <laughs> start shouting. This it's worth right the wait, here. singles. Amen. <laughs> That's right. He always says, I'm so thankful for all the no's. Yes. Amen. <laughs> or all the unanswered prayers. The yes. Right. Oh, Thank God. you, Jesus. I'm I'm thankful for that too. But I'm we're gonna close this up and but I just want to say if there's one last thing. Well, and I know you have shared so much of your heart, encouragement, tips, practical things, and and you've been such a blessing to me, I know. And so all of our listeners who are wanting to get involved in singles ministry, but one last thing that you want to just mention to our listeners before we wrap this up, Brother Janice, I'll start with you. Wow. Well, pretty much I said it just now. Um, it's worth the wait. It's just worth the wait. And, and, and so you can imagine I'm teaching class and I'm teaching on something and they know how long I've waited. You should see the look on these ladies' faces. <laughs> and I'll say, I'll do a caveat. Well, I'm not saying you have to wait as long as I waited, <laughs> but you must be willing. be willing to wait on the Lord. Because as my mother told me, Dennis, and she was 70 some years, she said, Dennis, I can be miserable all by myself. I don't need no help. Mm -hmm. And I said, Mom, I'm going to listen to you. <laughs> Just do that, folks. Enjoy Jesus. That's all I can say. All right, Sister Kim, last closing words. Do you have anything you want to share? Anything well, lastly? I, I say. If singles make up half the population of the world now, what a great opportunity. Yes, it is. What a great harvest. I know my husband, when he got married, he thought he was through with singleness. Oh, Lord And God Jesus. threw us right back into singleness. <laughs> but I did this, is, this is something I say often to people when I think about a church. Children are the life of the church. They bring joy. Mm -hmm. Youth are the energy of the church. They have that. And family brings stability. And I can, singles can bring such strength to a church if they are empowered to serve God and they feel that confidence. Mm. And so I love singles ministry. 
And I think singles have such great opportunity in the kingdom of God. It's just the beginning. The doors are opening wide and I'm excited to be. Amen. It's just the beginning. Well, thank you, brother and sister Long, for spending time with me today and sharing so much of your heart and your wonderful words. Um, To all those that are listening on Navigating Solo, God bless. We will see you next time. All All right. Lord bless. Bless you. Join us next week for another great interview on Navigating Solo.